Hey, what's up? Welcome to the Game Changer Podcast. So excited that you're here and excited to bring you another episode on the series where I'm spending some time just giving you some nuggets in five to 10 minute increments to hopefully encourage you, motivate you, keep you inspired for the game changing calling that I believe God has in your life. And so I'm so excited that you're here. And I kicked off the first one talking about this idea of on purpose. The theme for this year as an organization, personally in my life, is this idea of living, leading, whatever you're doing, doing it on purpose. And this is something that we talk about all the time and ultimately is what game changers are all about. People that are living on purpose, they're leveraging their influence, who they are, the relationships, their time, their talent, their treasures for the purpose of impacting the world around them. And so everything, the motivation, the 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 reason for living is because we believe God's given us something and we're not called to use it for ourselves, but we're called to steward it in a way that advances uh, his kingdom. I was just reading uh, in, in, in the Bible today during my devotional time in Matthew chapter nine, and Jesus is talking to his followers and he says, the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. And he says, pray to the Lord of the harvest to send more laborers. I heard, I read that in my, my devotional this morning and I also heard somebody talk about it today. And I believe more than ever, Jesus is calling people like you and me workers, and he's saying, I want to send you out to make a difference in the world to advance my kingdom. That's what game changers are. We leverage our influence to impact the world around us. And so we're we're people who live on purpose. You are a person on purpose. God created you on purpose and for a purpose. And sometimes we just need to remind ourselves about that. Just go ahead and tell yourself, I am a person on purpose. I'm a person on purpose. And so as we continue to lean into this this theme of living and leading and being people on purpose, I want to talk about a game plan that helps us live on purpose. And, And I think it's important to really plan and to build our lives around the purpose that God has for us, whether uh, it's in sports and athletics, we never went into a game without a game plan. We knew what the other team was going to do. We knew what we wanted to accomplish, what we wanted to do. You, You never start a business without a business plan, a strategic plan, an organizational plan. It's important for us as individuals to have a personal plan, a life plan. It's what I call a game plan. It helps us plan out the purpose of our lives in a way that, again, leaves room for God to change and move, but it also gives us direction. I love what it says in Ephesians 5, 17. It says, don't act thoughtlessly. Understand what the Lord wants you to do and then do it. And so we're we're not going to be people who uh, just go through life aimlessly or thoughtlessly. No, we're going to live on purpose. And just like we would in every other area of our life, we're going to have a game plan. And and in that game plan, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna uh, think and dream and plan with God, but we're gonna make sure that we have a plan that's gonna help move us closer to living out the purpose that God has on our lives. And it's always important, I think, to 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 remember that there's no perfect plan, there's no perfect process that. 
Uh, we serve a God who is in full control, but we can partner with him to put a plan together that, again, always allows us to move closer. And it's dynamic, so it's always changing. It's always evolving as God gives us more revelation and insight. We're making adjustments based on who he's called us to be. But I I developed a, a game plan years ago based on what I had learned and based on uh, what, what I was trying to live out personally. And it's become the game plan that I not only use for myself, but I also help others with. And there's four phases to this game plan, four phases and, and four Fs. The first one is future. It's all about vision. It's all about seeing it. Where are we going? Where are we headed? We're going to talk about that today. The second part is fear. It's all about the challenges. It's all about the obstacles that we can face. It's important to identify those potential challenges. Number three is focus. What are we going to focus on in this season? Where are we called to put our time, our attention, our energy? Because where our focus goes, our energy flows, and that allows us to grow in that season. And then the last one, number four, is all about fundamentals. What are those habits and rhythms daily, weekly, monthly, annually that help us live out that, that purpose and calling on our lives? And so today I want to talk about this idea of vision. This idea of seeing into the future, having a vision for our lives in Proverbs, uh, the, the Solomon talks about this idea that without a vision, people perish. It's this idea that when, when we don't have a sense of direction, when we don't have a sense of where we're going, we lose hope. We lose heart. And we, we see this all throughout scripture. You've probably experienced it in, in your own life when you didn't have a sense that where you were going was better or is better than where you are, you probably felt a, a sense of hopelessness, a sense that, man, I, it, it, I don't, I'm, I'm not getting energized or excited to get up in the morning or to, to keep moving forward because there was no real sense of excitement or hope for the future that you're building towards. And so this idea of vision is essential to putting together this, this game plan and to even living on, on purpose. Uh, Stephen Covey in his book, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, talks about beginning with the end in mind. A game plan starts with thinking about the end. And, 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 and we think about the end where we stand before God and he's going to ask us, what did you do? with my son. And what did you do with what I gave you? We see uh, the story Jesus tells about the servants and, and the master gives three different servants, three different amounts of money. And two servants took that money and invested it and got a return on that investment. And the, the master said, well done, good and faithful servant. Well, the third servant went and hid what the master had given him. And the master was so angry and furious and, 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 punished that servant for not using what he had uh, entrusted him with. And it's, it's a story that Jesus shares in regards to the lives we're living and how we're using what he gives us. We're called to steward our purpose. We're called to invest our purpose. And, and that's not just financial. It's our time. It's our relationships. It's our life. It's, it's the meaning and the motivation for why we're living. And so Jesus tells this story and we know that one day we're going to stand before God and we want to we want to hear him say well done good and faithful servant. And so that's that's beginning with the end in mind. And 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 I've heard it said and I believe you know so often we go through life and we're not thinking about the end. We're not thinking about standing before God. 
We're, we're, we're not thinking and living here on earth with a heavenly perspective. What would happen if we lived every day understanding that life is short and that we're going to get an opportunity to give an account for how we use what God has given us? Nobody's taking anything financially, anything physically in, into life after death. The only thing we're taking is an, an account for how we leverage what God gave us to affect and impact the world around us. And so we're starting with the end in mind. And so as you're getting ready to, to put your game plan together and we're starting with vision, we, we, we start with, with that understanding, but then we start to paint a picture for our lives and, and, and how God has uniquely wired us and how he's uniquely gifted us. And, and, and we start to put together a, a vision. And I always, I like to build around, you know, these six different areas in life. You can use F's or, uh, but uh, faith, family, fitness, finances, future, uh, and friendships. Uh, another way of saying it is, is, is spiritual, relational, physical, financial, professional, and social. Those are six different areas in our life that I like to build around. And and I like to start thinking about the end in each of those different areas. And so as you lay out those six different areas and you think about your life spiritually, where do you, where do you see, where do you want to be? What do you want to be known for? I want to give us kind of three different ideas when it comes to us living with vision and, and, and thinking about the future. Number one is as you think about the future and vision for the future, what we want to see is, is based on others, not based on ourselves. Purpose is all about the impact we have on other people's lives. And so we're thinking about the future based on how we're called to affect and impact other people. It's not our vision that we that we create, that we build, isn't based on us. It's based on others. Jesus says the most important thing is love. Breaks down the entire scripture. He says the most important thing is love. Well, love always has to do with how we're treating other people. And so when you think about the future, when you think about vision, we see others over ourselves. Now, we're a part of that story, but, but the vision we're painting has to do with other people. The second thing that that we see is we see big, not small. It's important that we have a vision that's big enough that really captures our heart and captures our motivation. And I've heard it said, and, and I love the saying is, if you're if you can accomplish your vision on your own, then your vision's too small. If it doesn't include other people, if, if your vision isn't intimidating to you. It's probably insulting to God. We serve a big God. And, and he has uh, people do the unthinkable all throughout scripture. And it's not because of them, but it's because of what God does in and through them. And so when we think about vision for the future, we, we see big. And I created an acrostic for, for big, B-I-G, because it's God. Our, our vision is big because it's God, not because of us, not because of what's in our power, but because we serve a big God 
And because of God in us, he allows us to do big things in the world. That that type of a vision creates a compelling uh, dream that we get to pursue every single day of our lives. What's the big vision that God wants to put in front of you, maybe that God has placed in your heart that you need to write down, that you need to start talking about, that you need to start pursuing, not because of you, because it's God. We're seeing others, not ourselves. We see big and not small. And then the last thing is we see who, not what. Ultimately, our our vision, what we're pursuing is about who we're becoming not just about what we want to do or what we want to accomplish. It's it's important. You know, I've got a list of, of life goals and things that I want to accomplish and go after. But ultimately, if who I am doesn't align with what I want to do, then I'll never accomplish what I want to do. And ultimately, when we think about purpose, purpose is about who we're becoming, not just what we're doing. Jesus cares more about who we're becoming than what we're doing. He's got some things he wants us to do, but it's a result of who, who we are and who we're becoming. And so our our, our vision is all about who we want to become. So so spiritually, who who are we becoming? What do I want to be known for? I want to to be known for, for, for being faithful. I want to be known for having crazy faith. I want to be known for for having uh uncanny wisdom that's only a reality because God's spirit is present in my life. I want to be known for the fruits of the spirit. Relationally, what what do we want to be known for? I I want to be known uh, as as a father his kids love to be with. I I want to be known as a husband whose wife knows she's the most important person in his life. Financially, I want to be known uh, for being faithful with what God has entrusted me with and and stewarding what God has given me. Fitness. I want to be fit by 50. I want to be fit to pursue the calling that God has on my life. In all these different areas of our life, we ask the question, what do I want to be known for? That starts to give us vision based on those uh, different areas of our life. And so I want to encourage you. Starts with vision. There's no perfect vision. The vision is always evolving, but our vision always focuses on other people and how we're influencing and impacting other people. Our vision is always big, not small, because we serve a big God. People who live on purpose have big vision. And then ultimately, our vision always is about who we're becoming, not what we're doing. I I hope as you take some time, Take an hour, take two hours, take a half a day. Start to answer those questions. Start to dream about, God, who are you calling me to be? What's the impact you're calling me to have? I, I promise you, the, 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 the clearer we are in our vision and the more compelling our vision is consistent with who God's called us to be uniquely, the more we'll live on purpose and head in the direction that God has for us. I hope this episode encouraged you. Make sure to check out our other episodes. Share this with somebody else. If it encouraged you, if it inspired you, if it, if it challenged you, uh, my, my dream and my, my, my vision is to see a movement of game changers who are living on and pursuing the purpose God has on their lives. Because I know this, the harvest is plentiful, the laborers are few. 
And God wants to send out an army of individuals like you and me to impact the world around you. Be encouraged, be blessed. Can't wait to see you and talk with you again.